Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. This is The Secret Teachings. And again, thank you for tuning in. If you're listening in the archive on our website, the free archive that is available to all listeners. There is an RSS feed that you can copy and plug into your podcast or radio player to make access to the show easier. We welcome you to the show, or if you're in our ad-free archive for subscribers on the website, we welcome you to the show. That website, www.thesecretteachings.info. You also get access to our montages and more, so please go to the website and subscribe today to get access to the full show archive and more, including my digital books. All of our montages from this week are in the archive, as are all of our shows. Now, tonight is one of those things where I really don't like media, and I really don't like radio. When something like this happens, everybody stumbles and trips and rips each other apart to get the story out. Everybody wants to be first, Everybody wants to have breaking inside information. Everybody wants to have their Twitter or their Facebook go viral for something they post, a meme, a news story, article, their commentary. I mean, I find it incredible that suddenly so many people, and I said this last week on Tuesday, so many people are experts on geopolitics So many people suddenly are experts in Ukrainian history and Russian history, European history. I mean, people just, everybody has a a doctorate suddenly and everything from geopolitics to history. I find that incredible. I'll tell you first and foremost, I don't. I study history. I love history. But I am not a geopolitical expert. I've listened to, for the first time in a long time, I've listened to every source of information that I could get my ears on today. From radio to television, I looked a lot of things up online for mainline television, CNN, Al Jazeera, you name it, trying to figure out what was happening last night and today in Ukraine. I was trying to figure it out because this is one of the most dangerous and one of the biggest military escalations probably since, well, World War II. And this is the kind of thing that that gets me. We've had, in our media and in our government here in the States, people literally say that the January 6th quote-unquote, riots were the equivalent of the Holocaust, Pearl Harbor, and people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez 
has said that climate change is like World War II. The reason we shouldn't use that kind of terminology is because when something like this happens, as Russia has launched what seems to be a full-scale invasion of the Ukraine, initially it was a special military operation, quote-unquote, meant to demilitarize Ukraine, and Russia said they were not going to occupy the country. That's yet to fully be seen. Rocket attacks hit several major cities. Major cities have fallen across the Ukraine, including the capital of Kiev, reportedly flying a Russian flag now. I mean, the thing is, this is a big crisis. This is a big deal. And yet, our media has focused on things, for example, like the January 6th so-called riots that they call Pearl Harbor, that they call the Holocaust. And then when something like this in the Ukraine happens, I don't know how you can really come up with a term to describe the severity of the situation. But you don't need to come up with a term because all anybody knows is Russia bad, Putin bad, Ukraine good. And this is what makes me disgusted. When I see on Facebook and when I see on other social media platforms like Twitter, and hell, even 10 Downing Street today, this is incredible, 10 Downing Street had like some kind of projection or some kind of projection of a Ukrainian flag. Just a disgusting political stunt virtue signal. People do this on on Facebook. The, 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 The thing is, I bet you some people can't even spell Ukraine, but no, everybody stands with Ukraine now. I it just blows my mind how easily, how willingly people sell themselves out. I'm not talking about for money, but for some kind of perceived social credit or social status. I mean, this isn't like a typical issue. Because I bet you if I go out on the street, I'm going to find a good percentage of people that know nothing. What do you mean Putin invaded Ukraine? What are you talking about? Last time I heard there were evil truckers up in Canada, they invaded Ottawa. You know, so most people are oblivious. And the thing is, it's really sad that we have, we have a mindset so often the, the average individual that is so scared to be wrong or admit that they don't know that they will literally make things up in response to being asked, do you know what's going on in the world, in, in the Ukraine? Do you, do you know what's going on in Europe? People would rather make something up, lie, because, well, you don't want to be wrong. I mean, that's a problem. Come on. I don't know what's going on in Ukraine. I mean, I probably have a much better idea than the average person. All I see is what's in the media. Alternative sources of media. People that are living in Ukraine. People that are living in Europe. People that are, I mean, they could be working for independent 
outlets. They could be working for themselves. They could be working for alternative media, mainstream media, etc. That's the only information that you get. Unless you know somebody there, you don't know what's going on. I mean, we talked to my friend last night in Canada for about 90 minutes, and as much as I keep up with everything that has transpired in Canada for the last month or so, and she had told me here or there things over the last two years about restrictions, and at one point she was quarantined within like a 10-mile radius, she couldn't leave her house, things that aren't reported in the media. And I only knew those things because she told me those things, and that's Canada. That's like I can get in a car and I can drive there, Canada. And until I moved down here to the American Southwest, I was literally living on the border of Canada. I could have driven to Canada. And I still didn't know fully what was going on in Canada. It just pisses me off when people act like they're experts on something. Or, politically speaking, suddenly people are really excited. You know, this is what I went to bed to last night. I went to bed to seeing an article from the New York Post that said that Putin had launched a, an invasion, quote-unquote invasion, of eastern Ukraine, and that bombings and shellings began hitting major cities. There were videos of explosions, pictures of, of fire off in the distance. And I laid there in bed, and I, I asked my fiancé, Hope, I said, why, why do people like war? And I don't mean the military-industrial complex. No, I mean the average citizen, and, and particularly people that are leaning to the left politically. They, 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 they can't really explain it. They just they don't like Vladimir Putin. And I said, why do people like war? It was kind of a rhetorical question, but she's like, well, she's like, I mean, she's not, you know, well-versed on this kind of thing. So she's just she kind of listened to me ramble for a second. I, did, I barely even... I read an article on it, then I went to bed. I just brushed it off, and I didn't want to think about it till today. And uh, she's like, well, people think that they're probably fighting for something they're, they're not fighting for. And I thought, well, yeah, people definitely think that. But, you know, why, why is it they even think that? Why, why, do I have, why did I have a woman tell me the other day she'd rather go to war in Russia than have a president who wants to see the United States of America be a, a powerful, dominant country, like who, who would rather see $5 a gallon in gas and go to war in Russia. Literally, this woman would rather go to war in Russia. Old, white, liberal, nut job. When did liberals start liking war? I mean, conservatives, you know, it's like Bill Burr, the comedian, said, I know conservatives don't like me. I know conservatives don't want me in their neighborhood. But why is it that, that liberals who pretend to like people why do they like war so much? And why are people so, just, just that, I stand with Ukraine. Stop Russian aggression. You, you don't know anything about what's happening in Ukraine. You don't, know, you don't even know what's happening in your own state, probably. It's astounding. It's astounding that President Joe Biden, just like, just like Hillary Clinton at the State Department, literally. The bombings begin, 
The shellings begin. And Joe Biden decided he needed to take a nap. Literally. So while Putin was invading Ukraine, Joe Biden fell asleep. Literally. And uh, same thing with Hillary Clinton. Remember, she just went to sleep as the embassy got overrun and as a top diplomat was executed. Hillary Clinton just went to, you know, they just went to went to bed. Uh, and and not only that, but apparently Nancy Pelosi, who looks like she was uh, a couple drinks deep this morning, she couldn't even find uh, the Ukraine on a map. Literally, I've been saying that these people cannot even find Ukraine on a freaking map. Now, again, I'm not a geopolitical expert. All right. I'll tell you that first and foremost. I'm also not a geography expert. All right. I didn't do so well in school. I learned a lot more once I got out of school, but I'll tell you what. I mean, I can't, I don't think I could list every single country if you gave me a blank map. I mean, I could get the, uh, the, the generally speaking, I could get, get the countries, but uh, <laughs> I, I got to pull up a map because this is so insane. Nancy Pelosi literally, literally thought that Vladimir Putin attacked Hungary. Now, Hungary is is not touching the Russian border. It's it's nowhere close to touching the Russian border. All right. As, as the last time I checked, not a, you know, an expert on mapping. All right. I do know the difference between water and land. And I know where some countries are, generally speaking. OK, but I, I mean, Hungary, is, as far as I understand it, it's I think it borders with Romania and uh, it doesn't border with with Russia. So I don't know what Nancy Pelosi was drinking, but she literally thought that Putin had invaded a country that isn't even close to his border. Look at these and her eyes like one eye is blinking. The other one's not blinking. This woman looks toasted. And I don't think it's just from alcohol. I mean, she is suffering severe cognitive decline. I mean, this it's not like because of who she is. It's just she's old. So, I mean, there there's got to be some limit on having a position this powerful in government and literally not being able to hold both eyes open at the same time, stuttering, stumbling, drinking, how many pills this woman's popping and, and doesn't even know where I mean, she didn't even say Ukraine. She said Hungary. And her eyes are just left eye, right eye. And you see how Russia. <laughs> this is why the world is laughing at us, ladies and gentlemen. Literally, this is why the world thinks that this country, the United States, is absolutely a joke. You have Nancy Pelosi, one of the more political power figures in the United States, and this woman cannot find Ukraine on a GD map. Romania, Serbia, Croatia, Slovakia. 
Austria, no Russia. Unbelievable. Let's pull up a map and see how far Hungary is from, from let's say, Kiev, which Joe Biden also can't pronounce the name of the Ukrainian capital. He said it was Kiv. Kiv. Yes, Kiv. These people are beyond insane. Beyond insane. I cannot believe Nancy Pelosi didn't know where or even know that Ukraine was attacked. She thought it was Hungary, which is, yes, attached. Yes, it is attached to Ukraine. It's attached to the Ukraine, okay? This woman, and then our president literally goes to sleep. Literally goes to sleep. It's 15, Hungary, the the, the center of Hungary, so just south of of, uh, Budapest, is 16 hours and three minutes from the capital of Ukraine. And uh, just to give you some perspective on how, how far and what the distance is there, Nancy Pelosi, one of the most powerful political figures in the United States, literally doesn't even know where the Ukraine is or Hungary. She's just like, look on a map. It's surrounded. And her, her eyes are just going left and right, up and down. And uh, if, if you look at the map and you see Hungary, and you see how it is encircled, Russia, Ukraine, Hungary, Russia, Ukraine, Russia. I mean, maybe she thought, well, you know, Russia's surrounding it through other countries, right? Uh, it's just, it's stunning. And then on top of that, not only does Nancy Pelosi, I guess she doesn't know where Ukraine is. Uh, she, think it's, she thinks Vladimir Putin invaded uh, Hungary, I guess. Jesus Christ. Then you have the president of the United States literally going to sleep last night during the invasion. I mean, maybe, you know, that's okay. I mean, I would think that if, if I were president, and probably the biggest military operation since World War II in Europe is underway, and uh, this could trigger a much larger conflict, I don't know if I'd be sleeping at night if I'm the president of the United States. And I'm one of the countries that's been threatening and placing sanctions on the country that's doing the attacking. So not only does he go to sleep, but we've got people like Sean Penn, Sean Penn, has attended uh, some of the briefings in the Ukraine. I guess Sean Penn, the actor Sean Penn, I guess he flew to the Ukraine, flew back to the Ukraine because he'd been working on a documentary. And uh, apparently, I, I, I just I can't even believe that this is news, that I'm reading this. Uh, uh, Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, while his country was under attack, was conducting an interview with Sean Penn for a documentary. <laughs> this is what I just, I don't even know what to say or what to do anymore. You have Nancy Pelosi who thinks Hungary got attacked. You've got Sean Penn, an actor, conducting an interview with the president of Ukraine as his country's under attack, not like a press conference, but for a documentary. You'd think that Zelensky has more important things to do as the puppet that he is. And then you would think that our president might, I don't know, be able to be able to, first of all, pronounce Kiev, 
I mean, Jesus Christ, I don't think I can pronounce all the cities in, in Ukraine, but that's a big one. That's a big one. You would think that you could get that one. It's only a couple letters, Biden. And then just goes to sleep and then gives an hour, gives out an hour or so remark uh, today about the situation and just stumbles and bumbles his way through it with. And I mean, I listened to maybe 10 minutes of it and it was uh, just another disgusting. It, it, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of George Bush and Iraq and Afghanistan is what it reminded me of. Just another imperialist puppet speaking from the presidential podium. At least he could, you know, at least Bush, you know, he said, put food on your family. You know, those were like faux pas. Biden can't even speak. And then he's just up there being like, yeah, um, aggression, just hitting all, all those talking points. Aggression, evil, Putin, bad. Attack. Vladimir Putin has been planning this for months, as we've been saying all along. More than 175,000 troops, military equipment and positions along the Ukrainian border. He moved blood supplies into position. And build a field hospital, which uh, tells you all you need to know about his intentions all along. He rejected every good faith effort the United States and our allies oh, and yes, partners good made faith eff- to address our mutual good faith effort. concerns through dialogue to avoid needless conflict and avert human suffering. For weeks, for weeks, we have been warning that this would happen. And now it's unfolding largely as we predicted. In the past week, we've seen shelling. Well, that's not true because they said there was going to be a false flag attack. They didn't say anything about a direct invasion. But, you know, you don't have to be a geopolitical expert. You don't have to be a political expert. I I would just, you know, rhetorically like to ask the question, why suddenly is it okay to be pro-war, to support a country that... the average person, Nancy Pelosi, didn't even know where Ukraine was. She thought Hungary was attacked. And it's okay to just, I stand with Ukraine. I, I Putin's so bad. You, you, just, you don't know anything. And my God, I don't think I know anything, but some people, and this is the state of, of politics in the world. It's no wonder the world is at war and, and in, uh, you know burning in flames. And, and yet we ignore, we ignore what's, gone down in places like Australia, Canada. I mean, look at the the intensity and, and, and the viciousness of what the Canadian government did to peaceful protesters in Ottawa. You don't think that might be a human rights violation or what the Australian government has done to their people for the last two plus years? Now, Putin moves a muscle and suddenly the world has to go to war. Everybody's cheering. Yeah, war again. We like war. It's like that meme with all the defense contractors poking the U.S. with a stick saying, hey, hey, do a war, do a war. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More after this. Stay with us. There's a lot more to unpack and unfold. Cyber attacks. Perhaps the next phase of the Great Reset. 
It's the Secret Teachings Radio, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, exclusively airing on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I got an email last week from a Randy in Washington. It's a good email from Randy. Randy said he couldn't tell if I was being coy or not on last Tuesday's broadcast. I was being pretty coy. It's being facetious, but Randy said that he believes the reason, and this directly connects with tonight's broadcast in the last segment, the main reason that leftist politics is focused on war and aggression with Russia was because Russia, of course, was communist. Now they're not communist. Now they're coming out of communism. 
coming out of about a hundred years of tyranny and uh, hell on earth. And of course, the modern Democratic Party has been co-opted by Marxists like Bernie Sanders and AOC and Elizabeth Warren and others. And uh, I agree with you, Randy, if I didn't make that clear on that show last week. Of course, Russia is a perfect scapegoat to redirect people's focus from their reset, the Great Reset. So I agree with you, Randy, in Washington. Thank you for the email. That's pretty much how I feel. And also, yes, even if Randy did not put this in the email, you have to think about all those corrupt business deals that the Bidens and others have in the Ukraine. It's not just the Bidens that have corrupt deals in the Ukraine. Biden's son and his energy company payments, millions and millions of dollars, and the millions that were given to Hunter Biden for some paintings. Yes, because that's he's a great artist. That's called uh, money laundering uh, with the Chinese. China, of course, is, is uh, getting ready to invade Taiwan as well. And, uh, you know, we have leaders like Nancy Pelosi who, on top of her eyes, you ever have, like, remember those dolls? They probably still make the dolls that have, like, the, the eyelids that actually move. And then, like, I think my sister had one of these, but I remember these dolls when I was a kid. Like, one, both the, the eyelids would move, but if one broke, if, like, the spring broke, then you'd get them, they would move out of order. That's what Nancy Pelosi's eyes look like. I just don't get how this woman, I don't get how this woman is in power. She is so not only drunk with power, but I think she's actually drunk. And I think she's popping pills. This woman is out of her mind. And then she's like, well, look, uh, look at Hungary. It's surrounded by Russia. Well, <laughs> not really. It's not really surrounded by, by Russia. I mean, Russia's there. But Russia's like, well, we looked up the distance to Kiev. It's about 15 hours. So, I mean, you're looking at a, that's a good distance. If you want to drive from Hungary to Russia, that's, that's probably a good uh, 12-hour drive somewhere around there. So, I mean, it is, Russia's there, you know, but she literally said that. I got to play the audio again? I guess I got to play the audio again. Nobody believes me. Yeah, that's uh, that's not Ukraine, Nancy Pelosi. So we ha- here's here's what our world leaders have done. Nancy Pelosi thinks that Hungary has been attacked by Putin. Not true. Uh, Sean Penn, the actor, has conducted an interview. He's attended some press briefings from the Ukrainian president. Uh, Zelensky, but he, who is also a comedian actor, by the way, he, uh, I guess, did an interview with him today for a documentary. So, I mean, I don't understand how your country can be under attack from an extremely powerful country like Russia, and you have time to sit down and have a conversation for a recorded documentary with Sean Penn, the actor. Uh, that that blows me away, and it also blows me away that Joe Biden, and maybe he just needed some sleep, you know, stressful day, when Russia initiated the invasion of Ukraine and bombs started falling and shells started falling 
Joe Biden decided, eh, I guess I'll take a nap. You wonder why the world laughs at this country. This is why the world laughs at this country. This is just stunning. If you haven't figured it out by now, Russia invaded Ukraine. It was called a special military operation, quote unquote, to demilitarize Ukraine. Putin also said, and I couldn't tell if Putin was being coy. Putin also said that this was an attempt to fight Nazis, although I did see an interview with an on-the-ground media individual. Uh, I believe he was former military. Speaks English. He's in the Ukraine. He's doing on-the-ground interviews. And he said there are actual Nazi groups in Ukraine. So, I mean, part of this is just the history. And I don't know all the history of it, but I do know that part of eastern Ukraine was part of the Russian empire, the Russian country for a long time, and the Soviet communists gave that to Ukraine. And, um, you know, it doesn't really matter what the, what the, 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 for me as an American, personally, it doesn't necessarily matter to me one way or another what the reasoning is, whether Putin's right or wrong. The thing is, I don't think that our government should once again be involved in such a conflict. When are we going to learn that we don't need to be? I mean, they're sending 7,000 additional U.S. troops that quick heading to Europe right now. 7,000 additional U.S. troops. Not Now, maybe you think, well, they're moving them in, in Europe. No, I mean, they're sending, I mean, this is the last time I checked, 7,000 troops are heading to Europe. Now, where they're heading to Europe from, according to uh, see U.S. News and World Report, for example, uh, NDTV and uh, many, many others, U.S. is going to add 7,000 troops in Germany, according to the Pentagon, and according to the New York Times, U.S. News, et cetera, et cetera, the 7,000 troops are going to head to Germany to help reassure NATO allies who are part of a larger contingent that had already been put on alert earlier this year, according to senior U.S. defense official. See, I love how everything in the media, like I've read nonstop today about what's happening, and everything in the media is always like an unnamed official, according to inside officials, according to an official on the ground, according to an official or an unofficial official. Every It's the same thing with with. Literally every media broadcast on anything you see, everything on television is the same thing. Experts believe, police say, firefighters believe the fire started. Experts, 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 officials. I mean, these are they, aren't these the same media outlets that lied us into war after war after war after war after war? I'm supposed to believe CNN when they tell me what Vladimir Putin is doing? When these are the same CNN people that told me that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction, this is the same media that lied us into war after war after war after war. And I'm supposed to now believe them Putin bad, Putin bad, Putin bad. Understand Putin equals bad. And Ukraine good and stand with Ukraine. I mean, that's that's where our political debate stands today. That is it. It's like people that 
can't, like Nancy Pelosi, even identify the country that's been attacked. And then they put some Ukrainian colors, you know, they put the Ukrainian flag. They make it transparent and they put it behind their their Facebook picture. Oh, they care so much. You ever met a Ukrainian? What 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 are you talking about? You stand with Ukraine. Did you stand with Canada? You didn't see that hashtag much, did you? Anybody see that? I stand with Canada. I stand with the truckers, maybe, but nobody stood with Canada. And that's what was under attack. What Canada represents as an open and free country or what it's supposed to be. Oh, man, it just is so infuriating. Look, literally, the Canadian people just found out in the last couple of days that they don't live in a free country. Oops. Hee hee. Tee hee. Oops. They don't live in a free country. And now the freezing of bank accounts and the confiscation of property is going to be permanent thanks to the Christia Freeland, Deputy Minister of Foreign Affairs and Finances, who literally is the granddaughter of a Nazi and literally is on the Board of Trustees for the World Economic Forum, along with about half of the Canadian government. I played it for you last night. Klaus Schwab says, we penetrate the cabinets. We penetrate them. Somebody needs to edit that video so there's like electricity coming out of his fingers like like the emperor from Star Wars. Penetrate the cabinets. Just an open declaration of war on a free sovereign country like Canada. And Canadians just found out, oh, they don't live in a free and open society. They live in a top-down controlled country where their government is pointless and meaningless. And their government officials, they thought they elected them. They actually work for private foreign, I mean, they're not even Canadian, just private. You th- I mean, you, you thought the queen had control? It's not even, it's not even really the queen. Private, foreign, multinational, corporate banking. It's basically an empire. So nobody cared about that, you know. And by nobody, I mean the same media that's really upset that Putin invaded Ukraine didn't care too much about Canada. And that's the thing. You can check that. I can check that. I don't know too many people who live in Ukraine. Okay, I mean, I know over the years I've had people from Ukraine message me. Um, for some reason, we have a lot of listeners in, uh, I think it was Bosnia. For, I don't know. We had a huge presence of listeners in Bosnia. I don't know why. I just remember getting a report from some statistical thing through some podcast radio thing one time. But, you know, my, my point is, like, those countries are really, really far away. Canada's right across the border. I could have driven to Canada, and we don't even fully know what's going on there. And there's a media blackout. And, of course, if the media can block something out, um, the media can control your perception through what they block out and what they show you. So all day today, nonstop, everywhere you look, it's pictures of tanks and military vehicles and helicopters and fighter jets and you know uh, Americans and uh, and and others not just Americans 
ran out to buy toilet paper at the beginning of the so-called pandemic. Remember that? Everybody went to get toilet paper. You know, and there's psychological reasons. It's, it's big. It's cheap, relatively speaking. But it's, it's a big thing. You get a bunch of toilet paper. And um, they did that to stock up because it was the end of the world. And yet, the biggest military escalation since World War II, which has the potential to bring the entire world into hot combat, China, Russia, the U.S., God knows if China's going to invade Taiwan now, and the general public not only is not going out to buy toilet paper, not concerned about what effectively could be World War III. Instead, the general public is like, I'll put up a flag on my Facebook page and I'll put a hashtag on Twitter and the flag will be, I stand with Ukraine and the hashtag on Twitter will be, stop Russian aggression. That was one of the big ones today. Stop Russian aggression. Stop Russian aggression. And the funny thing is, I just got up this morning and, the, and, and I read an article from a local newspaper. It was about uh, the state legislature here in Arizona. And they're trying to pass a law that will make it difficult for people to illegally vote in the state of Arizona. That's not how the press presented it, but that's what the law is meant to do. I, I don't agree necessarily with all the you know various bills that have been introduced in this state. But I read that. And it just the whole thing was like there's no proof of any election fraud, no election fraud, no election fraud. And then I started reading later in the day about the cyber attacks that followed the Russian invasion. There were cyber attacks last week in Ukraine, and now cyber attacks following or parallel side by side with the ground and air invasion of Ukraine. Cyber attacks against Ukrainian government websites, affiliated organizations. There was data wiping malware activated yesterday. So a day before the invasion, this infected hundreds, thousands of computers that affected banks. Banks have, of course, uh, felt the, um, the cyber attack. And while there is, there's virtually like every news outlet that has reported the cyber attacks is bringing up that Russia <laughs> interfered in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. And I just find it ironic. It's like, it's so incessant and like a, a compulsive. There's no fraud in the 2020 election. No fraud. That doesn't happen. And then, oh, wait, Russia attacked Ukraine. There's cyber attacks. Those damn Russians, they interfered in the 2016 election. And I'm sitting here as someone who's like, you can say, Ryan, you're political all day. I'm not really a political person. I'm just sitting back and I'm watching the world end. And I think, and I wonder, I just sit here and I think and I wonder, how can people be so biased? How can, just how? How can you be so biased? I'm not saying the whole election in 2020 or 2016 was or wasn't stolen, but you can't sit there and be like, there's no such thing as election fraud. Oh, Putin launched a cyber attack in Ukraine? Well, this is exactly what he did with the 2016 election. It's like, Jesus Christ. There's just, there's no honesty. There's no integrity. There's no ethics. It's virtually non-existent in media.
But yes, on top of all the tanks, all the trucks, all the guns, all the soldiers, all the shelling, all the bombing, all the planes, all the helicopters, and all the propaganda in the media. We, I don't have, if you think you know what's going on in Ukraine, and you don't have inside connections with the Ukrainian government or the Russian government, you don't have people on the ground there you're talking to, you don't have a damn clue what's going on. All you're doing is reading a headline. All you're doing is you're looking at the video, and I got to check that today, too. Every video I saw, every photograph I saw, I had to think, hmm, am I actually seeing a Russian vehicle here? And if I am, is it actually from, like, the last 48 hours, or is this from, like, three years ago? Because that's what the media does. I mean, no one's going to dispute now, well, yes, of course, Russia invaded Ukraine, but how many of the pictures and video videos we're seeing, how many of those are real? Well, they're all real. Well, how many of those are from the last 48 to 72 hours? We don't know what the hell is true. That's the problem. And that's the bottom line. We have no idea what is real and what is not real. Cyber attacks have also rained down on the Ukraine. As I said, websites of government organizations and government-affiliated organizations, data-wiping malware DDoS attacks, websites of the Ukrainian Minister of Foreign Affairs, Cabinet of Ministers, and RADA, country's parliament, among those down Wednesday morning Eastern time. That was yesterday. It's kind of confusing now because it's technically Friday here now where I am. So today's date, February 24th into February 25th, 2022. We're talking about the other side of the world, and then we're talking about something that happened yesterday. So that this can get kind of confusing, but uh, this was as of February 24th, 2022 in the morning in Ukraine. But they had uh, cyber attacks last week, a DDoS attack last week, temporarily knocking government websites offline. Those continued across the country. Of course, the U.S. and allied governments blamed the DDoS attack on Russia's GRU military intelligence agency. But major Russian websites also came under attack today, Thursday, the 24th. Ukraine's cybersecurity agency said cellular networks were also oversaturated, so you really couldn't make a lot of phone calls. Data wiping took out financial defensive aviation and information technology industries, according to semantic threat intelligence. Ukraine blamed Russia for a similar attack last month as well. So there were attacks last month, last week. And then here's the Associated Press, you know, one of the ones breaking this story. The West blames Russia's GRU for some of the most damaging cyber attacks on record, including a pair in 2015 and 2016 that briefly knocked out parts of Ukraine's power grid and the NotPetya wiper virus of 2017, which caused more than $10 billion of damage globally by infecting companies that do business in Ukraine with malware seeded through a tax preparation software update. And of course, don't forget, Russia infiltrated the 2016 election. But there's no such thing as election fraud. That doesn't happen. So cyber attacks accompany Russian military assault in Ukraine. Cyber attacks hit Ukrainian banks. 
government websites. That's AP and CNBC. And I I, I was trying to figure out what is the angle tonight, because, my God, anybody with a microphone is going to want to talk about this. And I can't just be the same voice. I can't just say the same thing everybody else is going to say because that that's not interesting radio. I mean, it, I, I bet you I would get more listeners if I just said the same thing everybody else said. If I just said exactly what Alex Jones said, people would like it. If I just said exactly what you know Fox News said, people would like it. CNN, people would like it. I'll, maybe 50, the 50,000 that watch it. But I'm trying to find a different angle here. And you know my perspective on this, I mean, when I first got into radio, war was the, the one thing that I was becoming knowledgeable on. And I just couldn't understand why people started liking war, who I had, you know, I had spent time with and gone to, you know, libertarian groups or whatever with, you know, and I, I realized I had to learn a brutal lesson about life and that is biasness. And I realized a lot of people that I had, you know, this is back in like 2010, 2009, 2010, I realized, oh, a lot of people that stopped liking or that started liking war started liking war because uh, it didn't really benefit them one way or another politically anymore to take a stand against it because, well, they liked Obama. You know, Obama had been in office two years, and that's okay. It's okay if Obama did it, right? And that's just, that's the thing that just pisses me off, the hypocrisy, the, the disgusting bias, and the inability to recognize when you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, these things just, they, they literally make me sick to my stomach. This also makes me sick to my stomach because, you know, what's happening in regards to, to cyber attacks. And I, I mean, I read this story this morning about about Joe Biden, because I mean, this is what's going on. The, the U.N. Security Council is uh, going to take up a resolution to condemn Russia. Oh, boy, that'll really that'll tell them. Well, I mean, well, what does that mean? Uh, you get get together. There's like a couple hundred members and then you vote. Do you condemn Russia? Yes, I condemn Russia. And they sign it. Just a bunch of bureaucratic red tape nonsense. Does nothing. Okay, and then Biden, after he woke up from one of his 15 naps, he stumbled over to to the, the, the resolute desk and said, I'm putting new sanctions on Russia. They were already there when he woke up. You know, I'm putting new sanctions because this aggression cannot go unanswered. The aggression cannot go unanswered as if he's some big tough guy. You put sanctions on the other day. What what do those do? That just I mean, that sanctions are a declaration of war. So as far as I'm concerned, when the U.S. put sanctions on Russia prior to Russia invading, our country declared war on Russia. Not just sanctions, but crippling sanctions. I'm not saying Russia's any better. I'm not saying I'm going to move to Russia, but Jesus Christ, sanctions are an act of war, especially when they're this level of sanctions that the White House uh, or D.C. has put on on Moscow. U.K. Prime Minister also vowing massive sanctions against the Boris Johnson, that the, the big, fat, disgusting, doesn't own a comb Boris Johnson is like, Putin's a dictator. A dictator for how many how many years have you locked down and brutally oppressed the British people and you dare call Vladimir Putin who didn't want to go along with the Great Reset, who didn't want to go along with the lockdowns, 
and it was okay calling it the Chinese virus because the damn thing came from China? You dare call that man a dictator? Boris Johnson, are you kidding me? Who are these people? The level of lying and gaslighting and behavioral psychology. I mean, the, the British government admitted they used behavioral psychology to in lying and manipulating and coercing the British people into doing things that went against reality in relation to COVID-19. The SPIB, they literally used psych warfare on the British people to terrorize them into submitting to the government's dictates. And then this disgusting blob that is Boris Johnson, a guy who doesn't own a comb, he literally then calls Putin a dictator and says, we're going to put sanctions on you. But nobody did that to Justin Trudeau. Give me a freaking break. And now the U.S. is going to proceed with more sanctions on Russia, cyber attacks, etc., And let's hope it doesn't come to this, but CNN and all the other big legacy media outlets are like, here's a headline, U.S. braces for Russian cyber attacks as Ukraine conflict escalates. They're warning that there are going to be big cyber attacks, and isn't that the exact thing that Klaus Schwab warned about? There will be cyber attacks. The whole thing feels weird. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you for tuning in. Another hour coming up after this. Please subscribe to our show archive to get access to the montages, the digital books, and more. And please email us at rdgable at yahoo.com to share anything with us that you want to share with us. rdgable at yahoo.com. Check us out on Patreon for behind-the-scenes content. Check out our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters. And if you have a few extra dollars, go uh, grab a copy of one of my books, Cult Arcana, Food Philosophy of the Technological Elixir. And if you have a couple of free seconds, please leave us a review on one of the podcast radio players. Leave us a couple of stars. Let other people know that you enjoy the show. More of The Secret Teachings coming up after this. Don't go anywhere. The music is White Bat Audio. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. 
So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. your host Ryan Gable and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio here on the Fringe FM Monday through Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to the Secret Teachings. If you're listening in the archive on the website or one of the podcast radio players, thank you for joining us. Special thanks to all of you who are listening in the advertisement free archive at www.thesecretteachings.info with all of our shows montages and my digital books when you subscribe you keep this show on air when you buy a book you keep this show on air thank you so much for supporting us and again tuning in morning afternoon and night as we broadcast around the world a lot of people today have been standing with Ukraine. I'm not sure how they can stand with Ukraine because the average person, even in government, couldn't find Ukraine on a map. Nancy Pelosi literally doesn't even know what country was attacked by the Russians. Literally. Some of the leadership of... Every, well, you look at the map and you see Hungary, and you see how it is Hungry? Hungry? I don't think Hungary, I don't think Hungary was attacked by Vladimir Putin. But you know what? That's okay. Nancy Pelosi is entitled to her own facts. Actor Sean Penn did an interview, apparently, with 
the president of the Ukraine while his country is under assault from Putin and the evil Russians, the Ukrainian president did an interview for a damn documentary with Sean Penn. Unbelievable. Really hard to believe that that this is any of this is real. Joe Biden took a nap when he heard that there was an invasion of Ukraine. Joe Biden then gave about an hour, an hour stumble over why he was right. He's a big tough guy. Vladimir Putin is a loser and a liar. And look, I mean, here's the bottom line. You want to be real clear cut about this? I bet you there are like there are like maybe three out of a hundred people that are listening to this show right now who could accurately, better than me, break down the situation, okay? And do it without taking some BS politically politically biased stance. Because everything is political. Everything's political. It's it's disgusting. Personally, I don't get how liberals want to go to war. I had a liberal woman tell me the other day she'd rather go to war than have Trump in the White House. I don't get that. That sounds like this woman is out of her mind crazy. You know, I just I I don't understand why liberals like war all of a sudden. I know conservatives like war. Okay, I know conservatives are all about war. They get a hard on every time they think of a bomb exploding and blowing some kids in half. Okay, or dropping depleted uranium or spraying some kind of defoliant. Conservatives love that stuff. All right, but liberals aren't supposed to like that. They're supposed to be anti-war, but they're all about the war. You know, everybody's an expert. Everybody's an expert. That's that that's what pisses me off. Everybody's an expert. Here's what happened. Russia decided to invade Ukraine. It's over a territorial dispute. It's also over NATO troops in Eastern Europe, and Putin wanting those troops to be scaled back. That's a pretty reasonable request, I think. NATO and the United States have been literally sitting there and with a stick, just poking Putin, poking him, poking him. You know, it's like that scene from, what was that movie? With uh, Jude Law, uh, Sherlock Holmes. So get that stick out of my face. It's not in your face. It's in my hand. Okay, what's in your hand out of my face? It's just sitting there just poking, poke, 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 poke. You know, all these people in media, all these politicians that call for sanctions and war, war and sanctions, more sanctions, got to have sanctions and war. Oh, Putin's evil. They've literally been poking this guy for months now. Provoking and provoking and provoking and provoking and provoking and provoking. You know, you even even in hockey, you know, if there's a fight in hockey, right? Even if you didn't start it, there, the, you, there there's a penalty. Even if you didn't even fight, but someone tried to get you to fight, there's a penalty for for, for provoking in hockey. You go to the penalty box. It's a two minute penalty. Five minutes for fighting. Ten minutes for game misconduct. You're out. Why, why, why don't we assign penalties for provocation? 
Because the Western governments of the world have literally been provoking, provoking, provoking. Oh, why did he attack? I mean, does anybody else find this unbelievable? I, can't, I still can't believe Nancy Pelosi thought Hungary was attacked. Jesus Christ. Is this the world? It's no wonder Putin is laughing. And why, why? Here's another question. Why is it when I listen to that guy talk? He sounds like one of the more the more sane leaders. Why is it when I listen to Putin talk? I think that actually makes a lot of sense. Why is that? I didn't say I like Putin. Didn't say I'd vote for Putin. You know, didn't say that I think Putin's a great guy. I just don't get why when I listen to Putin, he makes sense. And when I listen to Joe Biden, I can't even understand the words that are coming out of his mouth. They're not in the right order. I think Charlie Kelly writes Joe Biden's speeches. You should vote me, America. I'm hot. This doesn't make any sense. You ever watch Sunny in Philadelphia? Because that episode where they run for district comptroller is, I mean, Charlie Kelly is Joe Biden's speechwriter. It, it literally incoherent, illiterate nonsense, gibberish. I mean, I sit here on radio. What do we do? Two hours a night, five days a week, 10 hours. Not really. I mean, that is a lot of content for talking, but then you got the breaks I mean, we're on like, you shave 15, a half hour, 45. We're on like nine hours of radio a week, something like that, okay? And I make mistakes. I make mistakes. But you're the president. Fix that, you know? Take a speech lesson. Jesus Christ. Nancy Pelosi, Candy, I mean, that woman, her eyelids are going in two different directions. <laughs> if If it wasn't so serious, I could laugh at it. But like, I'm... I got a picture of her on my screen here. Literally, one eye is like half closed. Doesn't she look like the alcoholic mom from its from Arrested Development? That's exactly what she looks like. I don't, I don't know why I listen to Putin speak in Russian and it makes more sense than Biden speaking in, in jumbled English. Anyway, a special military operation. Putin was supposed to launch a special military operation. He was going to demilitarize Ukraine. He wasn't going to occupy the country. That's yet to be seen. It looks like at the moment there is a widespread invasion of the entire country, not just eastern Ukraine. Uh, Putin might have lied about what he was going to do. Again, didn't say he was a great guy. I'm just saying he makes a lot more sense when he talks than Joe Biden. And uh, we know that the U.N. Security Council is going to condemn it. Oh, bad Russia. Oh, we're going to vote. Condemn it. Yeah, condemn it. Yeah. What, 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 just a bunch of nonsense. How about you, how about you like have a dialogue? We're going we're gonna to condemn it. And then apparently the, the Kremlin wants to negotiate with Ukraine now, but the media won't report that. I saw one report about that. No other media outlets picking it up. Everything is Joe Biden's a big tough guy and he's going to put sanctions on Vladimir Putin. Yeah, you already put sanctions on Putin and then he attacked and as far as I'm concerned, the United States started that conflict once again because you put the sanctions on him. That's an act of war. And both sides are so steeped in blood. I don't mean necessarily Vladimir Putin and Joe Biden, but all the political parties, all the, the groveling, all the, the lemmings, it's so physically sickening and disgusting. And people just, they love war. Why do you love war so 
much. If you love war that much, then gear up and go into war yourself. If you love war that much, join the military and go kill some innocent people. If you like the military that much, why are you not advocating for an invasion of Canada when the prime minister suspended parliament and the rule of law? Why are you not calling for an invasion of Australia? Their people can't even exist. You can't do anything in that state, in that country. You can't do anything in Australia. It is an absolute authoritarian police state nightmare. But that's okay, right? That's okay. And the suspension of the rule of law and the suspension of government in Canada, oh, he revoked the emergency order. You don't have any rights in Canada if your prime minister can just revo- just initiate and then revoke emergency orders. Take your bank accounts, take your dogs, take your kids, take your trucks, take your property, and then continue it because they basically have now emergency powers indefinitely in Canada. If you didn't know that, because the World Economic Forum, uh, Christina Freeland, Board of Trustees on the World Economic Forum, whose father's a little Nazi, she is trying to get those emergency powers extended indefinitely under some kind of new law. Yeah. So, yeah, revoke the Emergencies Act. They're still going to proceed with unprecedented restrictions in what you perceive as having, you know, having been freedom in Canada. Nobody wants to go into Canada, do they? Where's our State Department? Our State Department is over there with their pants around their ankles. And they've got their wiener in their hand thinking, yeah, Putin, do it, 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 do it. Yeah, invade them. Yeah, do it, do it. Oh, my God, they invaded them. Oh, no, we have to go kill them now. Oh, no. And just where were these guys 48 hours ago with Canada? Where have you been with Australia? So Biden The big strong man, Joe Biden, who likes ice cream and sniffing little kids. The big strong man, big strong man, Joe Biden. He sure as hell is not putting up with any of this Russian malarkey, if you know what I mean. Joe Biden's going to put more sanctions on Russia. Woo! And then that big fat blubbering slob, Boris Johnson, the UK prime minister, who just sat there and told people, don't go outside, stay in your homes, we're going to come after you, you don't have a right to be outside or to go to school or to do anything unless we give you permission. Lock down the whole freaking country. And Boris Johnson is going to impose what he called massive sanctions on Russia to, quote, hobble its economy. Because that's also not an act of war. And UK Prime Minister Boris, I've never combed my hair Johnson, whose skin just looks like it's falling off his face because he's an evil demon. Boris Johnson not only is going to follow in Joe Biden's footsteps, at least Boris Johnson can speak, okay? At least we'll give him that. At least the guy can speak. Boris Johnson not only is going to give Vladimir Putin a big fat pack of new sanctions but then he called Putin get this a dictator 
Um, I don't know how you could call Vladimir Putin a dictator when you literally did nothing but act as dictator of the UK for the last two and a half, three years. I mean, we always talk about Putin's KGB past and psychological terror on the Russian people from the Russian government and how evil Russia is when Russia is becoming more westernized and becoming more even Christian. And uh, the UK has been operated like communist China for the last two plus years. And then Boris Johnson, who has been the UK Xi Jinping, says, no, it's Putin. Putin's the dictator. It's really, really amazing. Of course, you know, there are a lot of things that, you know, no matter where you get information, you're going to find different information. Um, Vladimir Putin said that he invaded Ukraine to fight Nazis. There are actual Nazis in Ukraine. But I don't know, maybe he was being coy because, you know, the people that don't want him to do anything, he's just, the, the Russian government and the Russian people are supposed to just dissolve themselves into a, a singularity point and then disappear. They're not allowed to be anything. The Russians are, are uh, you know, the most evil thing. So evil, because they're not communists anymore. And uh, because of that, progressive liberal Democrats really hate Vladimir Putin and Russia because they're not commies anymore. Not a great country, but they're not communists anymore, so we don't like them, right? So there are Nazis in Ukraine, and uh, Putin is is saying that he's fighting the Nazis in Ukraine, which I don't know if that's tongue in cheek. If it is, it's kind of it's kind of funny, but I don't I don't know if it's tongue in cheek. Um, he's also said that he's trying to prevent Ukraine from getting nuclear weapons. That also kind of sounds. I mean, these just sound like the excuses that the United States and particularly the progressives in the United States use. We're fighting Nazis. We got to stop Iran from getting nuclear weapons. I don't know. Is he being facetious? Is Putin really that badass? Is he really invading Ukraine and then using Western propaganda as his excuse? Because if he is, I got to say, that's a lot funnier than Ukraine's president Zelensky, who's a comedian, literally. That's, that's kind of funny. It's not funny that Ukrainians are hiding in bomb shelters and, uh, but that, that's another thing. They act like, they act like Putin is leveling civilian areas. I mean, he's hitting strategic military targets. Again, I didn't say it was a good thing, but they act like they're rounding up Ukrainians and, and Jews and just executing them in the street. That's not happening. I bet you, I bet you that like earlier I said three out of a hundred, I, I maybe two out of a hundred people could could tell you. I mean, can anybody explain to me what happened in the Ukraine during the Soviet Union? I'm pretty sure they killed about twenty five percent of the entire Ukrainian population. There was a movie that was just made about that called Mr. Jones. I, I was astounded that that movie was allowed to be made because it showed how evil Stalin was and how horrible communism is and the horrible things that the Ukrainian people had to suffer through as a result of communism and Stalin. 
starved out 25% of the Ukrainian population. I mean, that's like the number given. I think that was how many, how many million? It was, um, I mean, they even had a name for it. They called it the Holodomor. It was a uh, Ukrainian famine. They, they they starved them to death because they stole their livestock and they stole their grains and they shipped it all off to the Soviet capital so they could feed their commie soldiers. I mean, again, I'm not a geopolitical expert, but my God. Uh, also, a lot of fears today because according to uh, Ukrainian authorities, Russian forces have moved in and uh, taken control of the area surrounding Chernobyl, you know, the nuclear reactors there. According to uh, press releases, there were some some fights there near Chernobyl, and uh, people are concerned that there could be some radioactive consequences of that. I mean, I, I don't feel like I don't feel like that they're that. What are they going to bomb Chernobyl? I, I don't understand. Uh, I mean, I get the idea of the fears of it, but so there's that. And then uh, people are really upset. I read this. so It's so stupid. I read this stupid story today. Of course, it was from CNN. About how it's, it's bad to call a sitting president, you know, names. We shouldn't say that he doesn't know what he's doing. We shouldn't say that he's cognitively impaired. We shouldn't say that he's unfit. Guess some one of the uh, conservatives in uh, Congress made a, a statement about Putin, or excuse me, about Joe Biden, not Putin. And uh, since they weren't condemning Putin and they were condemning Joe Biden, CNN says this is uncalled for. You cannot call a president unfit. I thought, what? They've done nothing for four years than call a president unfit. My God, the hypocrisy is out of control. And 7,000 troops heading to Germany, just like that. Now you have a major potential for a larger global conflict. And here is, here's the bottom line. Cyber attacks were accompanying the Russian military assault, DDoS attacks, malware attacks, they hit financial institutions, mostly military and governmental in the Ukraine. Russia suffered cyber attacks as well. Here's CNN Business. CNN Business. And I just got done reading this morning. There's no such thing as election fraud. It doesn't exist, especially in places like Arizona, because that's where I was reading the article. It doesn't exist. And then literally I get online Later, and U.S. braces for Russian cyber attacks as Ukraine conflict escalates. Says a senior FBI cyber official warned U.S. businesses and local governments that they should be vigilant against potential ransomware attacks just days after multiple U.S. agencies issued a similar warning to executives at major U.S. banks. Some of the biggest cyber attacks against U.S. infrastructure in the past two years have been linked to suspected Russian hackers, including... Efforts to interfere with U.S. elections and so discord. Are, are people really this bias? Is the ego really that powerful 
I don't know why we can't have honest debates and honest conversations. You can literally say a president's unfit, a president's a racist, a president's all these horrible things. Snoop Dogg can shoot him. That 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 redheaded comedian, Kathy Griffin, she can hold up the president's head. All that's okay. But Joe Biden stumbles through a speech and someone says, I think he might be unfit for office. That's uncalled for. Election was stolen. Russia stole the election four years. And then suddenly, because it seems real suspicious, that Joe Biden wins. And then all of a sudden, there's no such thing as election fraud. If you say that you're a conspiracy theorist and Russia is getting ready to launch more cyber attacks. Yes. I love how they act like. I love how they're like, well, if the U.S. puts sanctions on Russia and the U.K. puts sanctions on Russia, that's okay. But if Russia puts sanctions or Russia initiates a cyber attack, that's an attack. But if we hit them, that's not an attack. I mean, it's just, it's stunning. It's it's everywhere. It's literally everywhere you look. It's just this nonsense. Everywhere. So... The thing about the cyber attack that gets me is the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab have been for years and now for months saying that the cyber attack and climate change are the next phases of the Great Reset. And now with major global conflict on the verge, hopefully, I hope things will die down. I mean, Putin's not entirely in the wrong, but they lie just like the U.S. lies, just like the U.K. lies, and everybody calls each other a dictator, everybody calls each other a Nazi, everybody calls each other, you know, degenerate. It's just all just political uh, theater. And uh, hopefully it dies down. But in the meantime, brace for cyber attacks. I'd also brace for more price increases in gas and food and other supplies. And rather than blaming that on lockdowns, we're finding that there's an immense amount of residual from that. Uh, That'll be blamed now on Russia and Putin. It's Putin's fault, cyber attacks. It's Putin's fault, food is up. It's Putin's fault for the $5 a gallon for gas. It's all Putin's fault. Joe Biden didn't actually do that, as the famous stickers say. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. rdgable at yahoo.com, thesecretteachings.info. Stay with us more after this. It's The Secret Teachings Radio, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, exclusively airing on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? 
If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. So Vladimir Putin and the Russians have taken control of large parts of Ukraine. Lots of cities have been under siege for over 24 hours. How bad it really is, though, I don't know. You don't know. All you know and all I know is what I've seen in videos, news articles, and heard on radio shows. Unless you're on the ground there, you don't really know a lot about what's going on. It's guaranteed, though, that whatever Putin has decided to do, it was supposed to be an invasion to defend a small part of eastern Ukraine. Then it was supposed to be a demilitarization effort. Now there might be far more than that happening in Ukraine. But see, you know, the idea that everybody suddenly understands and knows what's going on. When I have Nancy Pelosi on video, not knowing that Ukraine, not Hungary, was attacked. I mean, 
I'm allowed to question the information that I'm seeing. That's not a faux pas. That's a couple of pills and a couple glasses of of wine or whatever her alcoholic beverage of choice is. That's cognitive failure. Okay? This woman should not be in power right now. And we have a so-called president who not only had to take a nap last night because he just couldn't deal with the invasion of Ukraine, but we have a, a, a president who then acts like he's so tough because he can put more sanctions on Putin. And then the guy from the UK who doesn't own a comb, Boris Johnson, who looks like he's just literally put armpit hair on his head. This guy is also going to be big and tough and say, hey, Putin, you're a dictator. We're putting more sanctions on you. Literally, after two plus years of acting as a dictator to force the British people against their will into doing things that have scientifically been proven result in the opposite of what you claim they were done to do. And then it comes out that you've used psychological warfare to nudge through behavioral psychology the British people to participate in what amounts to an enormous social Milgram experiment. And then you call Vladimir Putin a dictator. If Vladimir Putin's a dictator, you're a monster. Same thing in the United States. We literally have the People's Convoy, as we told you last night, going to Washington, D.C. D.C. is putting up fences. Joe Biden's probably going to declare some level of a state of emergency. And yet, Vladimir Putin is still the dictator, and Vladimir Putin is still evil, and the Russians are still bad. Meanwhile, Justin Trudeau can suspend parliament. Justin Trudeau can eliminate any opposition. Justin Trudeau can freeze bank accounts. Justin Trudeau can work for the World Economic Forum with Christia Freeland, Deputy Minister of Foreign Affairs and Finance, and that's okay. Boris Johnson can lock you down for two years. Trudeau can take away your dog and your kids and your truck, all your property, freeze your assets, arrest you, run you over with horses. That's okay. Joe Biden can stumble through every talk he gives, sign executive orders while simultaneously saying, what am I signing here? That's okay. Putin tries to explain his intention and what he believes is the right thing to do for the sake of Russia. And he's a dictator who's evil. And again, I don't know if Putin was being tongue-in-cheek, but he said he was going to go to the Ukraine to fight Nazis. And he was going to go to the Ukraine not only to fight Nazis, he's going to go to the Ukraine to demilitarize the country. And I, I, I can't help but think that maybe that Maybe that was meant to be humorous because that's what the West says. We're fighting everything's fighting Nazis, Nazis. There are, but there are extremist right wing Nazis in Ukraine. So maybe he was, maybe he was telling the truth. I mean, it doesn't matter if Putin hits military targets, they're going to say he's hitting civilian areas. I mean, this is out of freaking control. And while this is something that is, that is probably going to escalate, um, into a far worse situation than it is right now. It does it doesn't even it doesn't nothing matters right now. It does not matter if if Putin pulls back. 
they're going to use this to justify further sanctions, checkmark. They're going to justify further hatred of Russia, checkmark, and hopefully push the world into a global conflict, which is what they want and which is what the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab's Great Reset desires so they can build the world back better on top of the ashes of the old world. And they told us what's coming next is a cyber attack and climate change. And Russia launched cyber attacks, denial of service attacks, and malware wiping attacks on banks and government websites. Russia got hit with cyber attacks in turn. And now we are being told in the United States to brace for Russian cyber attacks as a result of the Ukrainian conflict, particularly because Ukraine, for example, relies on some companies in the West uh, for satellites, for example. So the Russians might see that as justification to target those Western companies. Of course, the sanctions that Biden has put on Russia and continues to add more of those today, along with that pile of crap, Boris Johnson, same exact kind of a thing happening. They're saying that because of this, there's a good chance that Putin will strike back with cyber attacks on the American and British banking financial infrastructure. And the World Economic Forum is just sitting in the background going, good, good. It's working out just as planned. Good. Cyber attacks, cyber attacks, cyber attacks. So now, remember with the trucks up in Canada, a couple weeks went by, and then Trudeau's like, well, the trucks aren't moving. That's why there's supply chain shortages. And our president, our government, our media here in the States said the same thing. Well, the trucks are, are slow slowing down the process of moving goods. So that's that's why there's supply chain shortages. I mean, inflation has skyrocketed. The value of your currency has been drastically reduced. There aren't as many products on the shelf at the store. But, you know, you live in the United States, so not as many means still more than most countries. But they're conditioning you to get used to the idea of having less and less and less and less and less until you have nothing and you like it, right? You're going to own nothing, and you're going to like it. Excellent. Very good. So now we have a convoy heading to Washington, D.C., and now with sanctions on Russia, and Russia putting sanctions and pressure on the West, now you're going to see prices go even higher, and we'll just conveniently forget It's not because of lockdowns. It's not because of the upward integration of all business into a corporate structure controlled by a very small number of multinational corporations and big banks. It will be Putin's fault. And when there are cyber attacks, that will also be Putin's fault as well. So very convenient to blame everything on Putin and once again, blame everything on on war, something we can get behind. I'm sure Joe Biden's dismal approval rating is going to go up a couple of points because of conflict with Ukraine. I mean, people also think like, oh, Putin invaded the Ukraine. 
Oh, oh no, now, now my state's going to be attacked. Nobody's attacking your state, all right? Nobody's attacking your state. No, Putin's not coming to Oklahoma. Putin's not coming to, to California, all right? China is. Ch- China's in California right now. China's infiltrated pretty much every university, every uh, government office, agency, every government official. I mean, we got people in Congress who are married to Chinese agents. We got people like Feinstein in the Senate who's being driven around by Chinese spies. We got people like Swallowswell banging Chinese agents. Our whole country's overwhelmed with China, but no, Russia's the big threat. The FBI finally acknowledged how much of a threat China was a few weeks ago. That's kind of fallen to the wayside now, hasn't it? But no, Trudeau suspending the rule of law and parliamentary procedure and suspending your right to privacy and your right to protest and your right to free speech. Trudeau suspends all that. And the world looks on. Australia is a police state nightmare and the world looks on. The United States, the UK, and so many other Western countries locked down to the point of absurdity for the last two plus years. The world looks on. It's just like the Joker said in the second Christopher Nolan Batman. If I say tomorrow that a truck full of soldiers will be blown up, nobody panics because it's all part of the plan. But if I say that one little old mayor, one little old mayor is going to be shot, something's going to happen to that one little mayor, then everybody loses their minds. That's what it's like. If I say tomorrow that Canada, run by the World Economic Forum and big banks and the crown, you thought it was a free country, oops. If I say tomorrow that Trudeau will suspend parliament and prevent you from protesting and speaking your mind, Nobody panics because it's all part of the plan. But when Russia invades Ukraine for reasons that our State Department don't even understand, they can lie all they want, but they really don't understand it, then everybody loses their minds. And then suddenly everybody becomes an expert. Everybody's a a geological, everybody's a geopolitical expert. Everybody's a geographical expert, except for Nancy Pelosi, who literally thought that Hungary was invaded. I mean, my God, have some humility. You know, look it up first. Jesus Christ. I cannot believe that. She literally said that Hungary was attacked. Hungary's being surrounded. That's unbelievable. And then Biden just bumbles through his his speech after waking up from one of his naps. This is the state of world affairs. And then here's Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. He's an actor, comedian. And he is sitting down with Sean Penn while his country's under attack. Sean Penn talking with the president of Ukraine while his country is under attack. I have no words for this. I I just, because they're making a documentary. So Zelensky thought, well, my country's under attack, so I might as well talk with Sean Penn about it. It, it, uh, This is just beyond laughable. 
This is beyond laughable. You watch some of these videos. I mean, videos don't really... Videos don't always show us, you know, all the details. They just show us little bits and pieces. Uh, my friend from back east here in the United States, my friend sent me a um, a link a little bit ago because I haven't mentioned this yet. He said cause he, he's he's very well versed in all. He, he's one of the few people I know that could actually explain the situation in Ukraine. Um, he was telling me that the Russians are protesting outside of, uh, I guess they're, I guess in Moscow, St. Petersburg, and a bunch of other places, the Russians are protesting that they, uh, they don't want to, didn't want to invade, don't want to go to war. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. Is that video real? I, I don't know what's real anymore, and I think that's the whole point, right? The whole point is, I'm not supposed to know what's real. Looks like that's in Moscow. See, people don't people don't want to go to war. You know, people don't want to go to war. And this is the, this is the sick thing is that people's desire not to go to war and people's desire to just be be free and be happy. That's being preyed upon and played upon by psychopaths at the UN and the World Economic Forum. Because they're promising you a world where there's no more war, no more conflict. That's after we prepare for a more angry war, and then we use the public's anger and mold it to our benefit, as Klaus Schwab said. They want to give us a world where there's no more war, no more conflict, right? That's what they promise us. No more war, no more conflict means perpetual war, perpetual conflict, perpetual physical war, and perpetual social and cultural war. Go back to Biden for a second, rambling through his speech. Ever in history, the Russia stock market plunged today. The Russian government borrowing rates spiked by over 15 percent. More united, more determined, and more purposeful. And Putin's aggression against Ukraine will end up costing Russia dearly, economically and strategically. We will make sure of that. Yes, you make sure of that. Joe Biden. Make sure that you make him pay dearly for the horrible things that he's done while you work to suspend the rule of law in this country because some truckers are driving to Washington. And that's what's really just baffling, absolutely baffling. Because as the truckers, the People's Convoy here in the States, heads to Washington. Washington's so scared they're putting up fences again. They're getting ready to declare a state of emergency. A lot of Americans, I can tell you first and foremost, are a little bit afraid that our bank accounts could be frozen. There's going to be new legislation that's already written that's just automatically put to a vote to give the government more unprecedented powers and to further erode your civil liberties, to further erode your God-given innate liberties all because some truckers decided to drive to Washington. And these are the same people. Where is Joe Biden's press conference on Justin Trudeau? Where? Where is the press conference about what Justin Trudeau did in Canada? I mean... 
the United States encouraged, the White House encouraged Trudeau to use force to shut down the protest, right? To use force to shut down the protest, but then Putin's the bad guy and he's going to pay dearly for what he's done. You, 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 can't you just hear the propaganda? Can't you hear that all they want is war, 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 war? I thought liberals hated war, first of all. But I, I mean, I imagine that most Americans feel like these Russian people do. They don't want to go to war. They don't want to to have conflict. I mean, sometimes war and conflict is necessary, though. Sometimes it's necessary. But you just look at this guy that we call the president taking a nap during the invasion, just like the Ukrainian president literally having time to sit down and talk with Sean freaking Penn about a documentary while his country's under attack. Nancy Pelosi thinks Hungary was attacked. And now we're being told in the United States to prepare for cyber attacks on bank accounts and other things. I hope this is just hyperbole by the media. I hope it's just hyperbole by the media. Because otherwise, this is all starting to look like the Rockefeller Foundation's hack attack scenario. Where, as the World Economic Forum has said, cyber attacks are the next big thing cyber attacks, and then climate change. Because, you know, the cyber polygon exercise, remember that, that the World Economic Forum ran? Because they're really concerned. I just read another World Economic Forum article about cybersecurity in 2022. We've had um, the solar winds attack. We've had the Colonial Pipeline. We had JBS. We also had another one that kind of gets forgotten, Casilla. 1,500 businesses crippled. The hack attack scenario from the Rockefeller Foundation. The World Economic Forum Center for Cybersecurity ran a cybersecurity conference in 2021 where they discussed the risk of digitization and the best practices to secure digital ecosystems. Their website says, quote, the 2021 technical exercise builds and tests skills needed to protect our industries centering on a targeted supply chain attack. And then we see supply chains breaking down and we blame it on truckers in Canada. We see supply chains breaking down. We blame it on some truckers in the United States. We see people locked down, people having their right to protest, their right to speak freely, their right to privacy, their right to have their money, their finances, the money they've earned freely in their possession and to use that money how they want to use it to protest against something they believe is illegal and immoral. And not only does Trudeau stomp that out, but he suspends parliament and acts as a dictator. Where's Boris Johnson? That fat slob Boris Johnson, he calls, you know, Putin a dictator, but nothing about Trudeau. Our government here in the States encourages Trudeau to crack down on protesters And we're getting ready to crack down on any protesters who dare come to Washington in trucks. But yet Putin is is the evil person and Putin is the dictator. Putin needs to pay for what he's done. 
And again, Nancy Pelosi doesn't even know what country was attacked, which is, you know, I would expect that from a low-level congressperson, but from, from Nancy Pelosi in that position of power, good God. So that woman needs to be fact-checked fact checked in real time. Of course, Putin, in response to all of this, Putin said that, you know, there will be uh, horrible consequences. He said, quote, to anyone who would consider interfering from the outside, if you do, you will face consequences greater than any you have faced in history. You know, people go right to the nuclear weapons thing. I doubt that. Hopefully this whole situation is resolved and resolved quickly. Um, but the reality is they've got their justification. Now they provoked, 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 provoked. Now they've got Putin with his hand in the cookie jar and they're going to go to work on the guy now because Russia's the evil place, right? And here's the, here's the thing. It's like, it's not just Putin. The American public has been poisoned against Russia as a country. Like they think Russians are evil. Horrible people. And a lot of reasons for that. You still got people left over from the Cold War who are living in that delusion. You have people that are consciously and subconsciously upset because Putin isn't running a communist dictatorship anymore. Imagine that. Communists killed 25% of the Ukrainian population, and we love the Holodomor. We love communism. We love the Soviet Union. But then Putin invades, and it's evil. And uh, once again, the public puts up there, I stand with, you know, Ukraine, Literally and figuratively. 10 Downing Street actually put up a big Ukrainian flag. It's all just virtue signaling, political theater, and it's nonsense. And, and there are hardly any sources of information you can trust. You cannot trust CNN. You can't trust people that have lied you into war after war after war after war after war. Both physical hot wars and social cultural wars. You can't trust Joe Biden. I don't care what your political stance is. How am I going to trust a guy who literally encouraged our neighbors in the North to crack down on peaceful protesting and who is going to do the same thing, or so it seems, to the peaceful protesters coming to Washington by early March 2022? How am I going to trust that guy? But trust Boris Johnson, who locked his country down, lied, manipulated people, partied with a bunch of alcohol and God knows what else, according to reports out of down, 10 Downing Street during the pandemic. And I'm supposed to trust that guy who calls Putin a dictator. Yeah. Time we see the whole world, every country has blood on their hands. Every flag has blood on it. There are some people that are better or gooder and some people that are bad or badder. What I know is my country is not in a good position, but that also doesn't mean I hate my country because as far as I'm concerned, Joe Biden is not the president of anything. The guy is a blabbering joke. Putin knows it. The whole world knows it. Justin Trudeau is an idiot. 
for being so brazen about his dictatorial control. And I think that's the main reason they pulled back the Emergencies Act. One of the reasons. This is just hopefully something that deteriorates in a positive way rapidly and hopefully it it, it uh, doesn't lead to a larger conflict. So that's it. You know, I see the memes of the of the guy with the stick poking the the United States saying, Hey, do a war. Come on, do a war. And I don't I don't know if it had anything to do with I don't know if the US military is on high alert, but we had a lot of military jets screeching over Tucson today. Um, there usually are a lot of test flights, but there's a lot more today. Don't know if that had anything to to do with a heightened sense of security, but you know. Putin's bad. It's not Trudeau. It's not Boris Johnson. It's not Joe Biden. It's not Australia. Definitely isn't China. It's just Vladimir Putin. What what are they going to do if China invades Taiwan? Let's, Let's hope that doesn't happen. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. I hope that you enjoyed the broadcast tonight. I hope that you got you know, a different or maybe maybe a unique perspective on this subject. www.thesecretteachings.info. You can buy my books there. You can subscribe to the main show archive with all the montages as well. All of the digital books, $5 a week, $10 a month, $50 a year. You get a physical copy of one of my books when you subscribe for one year. You can also check out our options on Patreon, the secret teachings on Patreon for behind-the-scenes content. We also have an archive option there. We have a lot of options because I want to give you a lot of options. And if you are not a subscriber, you can still access the free archive. It has a bunch of advertisements in it because it's monetized. You can listen to the embedded player on the website or the RSS feed. Copy and paste that, plug that into your radio podcast player. If you are a subscriber, you get a private RSS feed, by the way, and you can plug that into your player, and that will play the show as well. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whenever and wherever you're listening around the world, in the archive, etc. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. And we will talk to you on the next broadcast. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. And stay tuned to The Fringe FM. for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings. But don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM.